My darling girl, when are you going to understand that being normal is not necessarily a virtue? I'd rather to know it's a lack of courage. You've just entered the cool friend hour. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Ghoul Friend Hour and welcome to our Sunday segment called The Sunday Scaries with Kurt Main. Um, we are going to have some really exciting stuff for you today. So Kurt, go ahead, you say hi. Hello everybody, live <laughs> from Taos, New Mexico. It's Sunday Night Live. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are going to get extra spooky tonight. Um, We have a, as promised, well, I can't even say as promised. So I guess what I should start with is that our last episode um, apparently was supernaturally hijacked. Um, we're not really sure what happened there. I tried to, on my Zoom, usually when I finish up a session, it just sends it straight to my email in the cloud. Well, I don't know what happened, but whatever we kind of talked about on the last podcast, which I'm not going to touch upon just in case we can get it uploaded. We're, we're trying to fix it. Um, but we talked about some stuff and whatever was on there, I don't think wanted us to talk about it. I guess it's safe to say, right, Kurt? percent. <laughs> um, I haven't had oh, any issues afterwards. Yeah, I haven't had any issues with any of my episodes. Everything has been flawless. Um, as soon as we finished up our episode, I didn't get my normal message of, oh, your recording's ready and I can kind of dissect it and upload it. Um, instead, I got the message of uh, your Zoom recording has been deleted as you requested. And I was like, uh, well, I haven't even had time. You know, like I literally hung up the Zoom. So when did I record? When did I delete the recording that I just hung up from? So I was a little confused at that. And then when I hit recover it, I recovered it, but then it wasn't working. Like it just wouldn't pull up and it was spinning. And so I was like, hmm, I'm like something really doesn't want us to uh, put this podcast episode out. So I reached out to Zoom. We're currently trying to, to recover it. So hopefully we can get that on the podcast eventually if it's not lost in the the cloud or hijacked by some paranormal entity but we're gonna it's hard to say what we talked about it could have been the bus stuff i mean it very well could have been because it, it, i think in the aliens at the end or whatever they were yeah it could have been i talked about something that touched on the wrong nerve uh-huh. and for all for all you know without getting really I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but maybe somebody in the government didn't want me talking about the aliens. Oh, yeah. My FBI agent was definitely peeking through my webcam like, oh, these these two bitches. We got to we got we to take them out. We got to delete this before anybody hears this. I had one man in black experience. I really did. Back in Oakland. It so, uh, huh? I said it could definitely happen. Oh, it does happen. It does happen. I have always thought that at some point I'd be silenced. They let my Gabby and ass keep going. I never, I never got time. Or that's when I raised my two daughters. All they had to do was once say something, you know, you've got to stop this. Remember your daughters. And I would never, we wouldn't even be on this chat. I would have never talked about it again. Yeah. But never happened. I was always allowed to talk about this stuff. And I've got friends that have had things happen. 
as far as people watching their houses and stuff like that. Really? Um, they did more government stuff. I always shied away from that. Never, ever, ever. Nope. Like, don't mess with yeah. it. Don't even open that can of worms. <laughs> uh, do not open that can of worms. Because I think now it's probably a little better, but back then, especially, you know, maybe 90s or whatever, eh, you know, it still was a different subject than it is now. Well, you know what I think is weird? So one of the things that I was going to like, it actually kind of works out that we like touched upon that real quick. Um, I just saw something recently that basically one of the park services um, and let me see here. The Bigfoot warning. Yes. You saw that? (laughs) You read my mind. I was like trying to pull it up because I'm like. I was like, what the heck? I saw it yeah. and I'm like, are you serious? Well, I posted that video on my page. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, about this moron TV announcer on the news. Well, this is what you happen if you run into a Bigfoot. Of course, since they aren't real or something like that, you're not going to. So, I, I yeah, it literally said Bigfoot warning in Teos County, New Mexico. And somebody wrote. Um, the Teos County Sheriff's Office has offered safety tips for campers in the area due to a Bigfoot warning and says the tips are the do's and don'ts if you happen to encounter one, which I mean, the do's and don'ts aren't really that doozy don'tsy. No, like, they, <laughs> it was well, kind of just like. And, my question about the do's and don'ts is okay, wait a minute. Has anybody who wrote this run into one? Have exactly. Of course not. So, how do you know what do's and don'ts? When you haven't actually encountered, but that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm like, yeah. how do you know, like, what sets it off if you haven't? Like, I'm like, are they going off of people who have claimed to see it, or? But they basically said the warning states that the species are coming down from the high country to the Kern River to hunt for fish and vegetation. It says if you happen to see one, here's what they are saying to do. It says, "Do's go about your business, take photos documenting the events, don't." Do not run toward or away from Bigfoot. Do not yell. Do not try and feed Bigfoot. And the sheriff's office also said that the species will not enter an occupied camp or harm people. If an encounter happens, the public has been asked to report it to the closest ranger station. So I guess my thing here is, is like, just like you said, if you haven't encountered one, like this sounds very oddly specific. Like, you know, a lot. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are talking like like this is like you're very front like you know of the Bigfoot and you've known of it. So like Well years ago, before I graced this fine land with my fine self, my <laughs> wife my wife was with this this the second guy I mentioned out here. And I get he was a no nonsense guy. He was a World War II vet. He was a really nice guy and totally no no nonsense Native American guy. He says he came home and he was like white as a ghost. They were coming out through the mountains, and he swore a Bigfoot ran across the road. He said because it was massive, not a bear, and he said it took like two or three steps to be across the highway. Uh, so of course I've gone out there, you know, oh Bigfooty. And yeah, you know, I haven't had any luck, but I forgot that part. Yeah, he did. He claimed, and uh, Sharon said, "You know, this he would not have made it up. He was not a yuckster, to say the least." Wow. Um, well, this area is just, is made for it. And then we had that fire we had last year, that was like the size of Rhode Island almost. It was 
terrifying. I was basically peeing my pants every night. It was so scary. And it wiped out 300 plus thousand acres. Wow. And I'm sure because of that, yeah, a lot of Mar probably still working their way down because I'm sure a lot died in it. Uh, the, the, oh, it was horrible fire. Started by our fine state and their, you know, their their planned fires. Yeah, it was on a windy day. Really, really smart. Oh, that's not good. That's like the number one, (laughs) number one rule. We looked, you looked down the street and you saw all the smoke coming over the mountain. And it was like, oh my God, we were all ready to take off to her relatives up in Denver. Uh, We were like within, if the wind had shifted, we'd have been out of here. But we got, we got like a lot didn't get lucky. Horrible. Never been through a fire. Don't ever. I mean, you got the one in Canada sending smoke down you. And God, mm-hmm. I feel so bad for those people. It is, it is so. Fr- I went through earthquakes in the Bay Area, like the 1989 mm-hmm. really bad one, Loma Prieta. I went through that. That was fun. Um, but this was scarier. This was just because an earthquake, you know, you have it, you hit, you can have some after effects, but it's done. You know, yeah. it's just done, it's done. Fire just keeps on coming. It's like you know, it's like a bad. And you know, wife. and it's unpredictable. Yeah, <laughs> like a bad wife. Yeah, <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> or bad husband. Yeah, either one. They're not all perfect like us, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> look at us. We're we're created to perfection. Absolute perfection. gems. <laughs> yes, yes. They say God threw away the mold. Yes, absolutely. Because. You couldn't do it again. No, no, it was a one and done. Well, two and done, two and done. Two and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a long gap for me to you, but yeah, it was. Said, we forgot well, to mention that we were actually created on the same day. We just had like limited edition releases, so like <laughs> you know, like a hundred years later, you came <laughs> out. <Shut up. laughs> no, <laughs> um, but I so I want to really delve into because i don't think i can wait any longer because i'm so excited yeah. i i want to delve into the voicemail i want to delve yeah. into it you have to give us the backstory okay backstory and, and as you can see my little dear is blinking just waiting for her chance to be on the stage again okay, <laughs> okay. no i'm not nuts not at all um it was, a, it was a hot summer day in Vegas, <laughs> as me and my two daughters were in Henderson, which is like right next to there. Literally, we Vegas was down the street from where we lived. So, you know, um, we were at, at our first apartment in Henderson and we were in the back room watching a movie. And uh, my daughter had her bird in the front room. So we're watching the movie, you know. I think it was old brother where I thought we saw that like 10 times in a row. So good. And then uh, she hears the bird. And then, interestingly, I, I didn't hear the bird, but she heard my younger one heard the bird and went out and calmed the bird down. And she said, it was so weird. I went out there and the bird was sticking its beak through the cage, looking straight ahead. And was like, well, that's a little, little, little weird. Um, but she got it down, finished the movie. We went out and did some errand. I don't know what it was. We come back home 
and the lights blinking one one message so he pressed the playback and it's my older daughter's friend that lived behind us that said hey you want to get together later let's do something and uh, actually that's probably still on here her message i'm sure it is and uh said uh, oh and you have to change that message that is so scary really you have to change it so we all look at each other like what is she talking about is the message had always been for years uh variations of my girls saying the mains are at home please leave a message after the beep, beep. that was the message and uh you know, well, how could that be scary well um let me preface this with something I've never prefaced before because I, I tend to believe um, what I talked to you before about is I think anybody that comes out with this stuff, abduction, incredibly dark stories, uh, if you're going to do it on TV, you're going to do it whatever, um, you should take a lie detector test. Make them before they get on your show. Will you take a lie detector test? And I would have in a heartbeat. Of course I would. To this day, of course, absolutely. Um, I took one once years ago. They are trippy. Um, to work at a record store, believe it or not. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I think they should. Everybody should do that because there's so many people that are, that are phony, that are capitalizing off the paranormal craze, the UFO craze, and it drives me batshit crazy. I hate it because I take I clown around a lot, but I take this subject real, real seriously. Even if I joke about it, I take it real seriously. Yeah. So anyway, that being said, I think a lot of people probably don't believe what you're going to hear. They're going to think, yeah, that, that can't that can't be real. That can't be real. Come on, this guy doesn't. It's as real. I swear on my life of my daughters, uh, my life. I, most of all, I swear on the life of my little dog. Come on, forget about it. Uh, <laughs> and we we don't take that lightly. We don't just do swear not. on any dogs, okay? You do. No, you don't. sometimes dogs I think matter more than humans. I'm like, when uh, we bring the dog into it, it's a very serious. <laughs> it's a very well. She's the best friend of my in, in my life right now. So yeah, you take it very serious, and I take all that very serious. And what you're about to hear, and the ensuing story afterwards, are 100 percent authentic. And I think um, we should add to what year was this? Do you remember? Okay, I'm going to guess. Let me go back here. 1923, I believe we had one. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to guess. Okay, give me a second here. I am going to guess we moved there in 2000. So I'm going to guess 2005, 2006, a number of years ago. Okay, I mean, well, uh, but that's kind of where my point is. is so keep in mind, listeners, that... I mean, in the early 2000s, there really wasn't a whole lot of technology to replicate or create or funk around with audio. So to create a phony voicemail, you know, like what we're about to hear is is probably, yeah. This is the outgoing message. It's even more bizarre because this isn't somebody calling up and leaving a message. This is the message that we would put on the machine for other people to hear. That is the most bizarre thing. If it was somebody called up, and actually after this, I had some a message somebody call up and like a dummy, I deleted that one. Because I've had two bizarre things. The second one, which I don't have, you got home, pressed it, you heard it like a witch's call to <laughs> 
hung up. And I thought it was this woman I knew. Yeah, man, you're, you're not impossible. I don't know how she got the witch's call. I mean, it's like straight out of Hocus Pocus. I mean, you're like, and she swore. She says, nah. She says, Kurt, I would never do that to you. You need to know that. And she was the only one I really thought. Well, I said, I know you got a sense of humor. Yeah. Said, so you're the only one I really think that would have done it. Uh, oh, you know, it laughed. <laughs> the bubbling of the cauldron. <laughs> you're such an asshole. That was the message on the machine. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I thought it was her. I told her what it, what it was. I said, yeah, I, I, I was kind of funny. I was laughing. But she swore it was there and it never came again. I don't know what the hell that one was. But that was a called in message. Uh, I, I don't know who would have done that because I, I, I'm generally liked by most people. But anyway, back to the mother of all creations, the EVPs. When you hear electronic voice phenomena, when you hear these on these shows, when you people, oh, listen, if you just get that, now, you're about to hear the mother of all EVPs. This is it. <laughs> Don't press the wrong button. Oh, my God, it's kind of dark. I'm going to have to put the phone light on here. It's right there. Okay, well, I can hold it this way. It doesn't matter. But I want to do this because I really do not, under any circumstances, want to erase this. If no. I don't be fine, no sunshine. I'm scared. Yeah, because this is like to let people know how much this little deer means to me. I moved here uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada to Taos on a Greyhound bus. Don't ask. I moved here on a Greyhound bus and I brought this with me an answer machine. You know, if I had been stopped yeah, stop at first ago, okay, you're, you're, you're this crazy. You, you can go. Okay, here we go. So, get home, hear the message, and once again, I have to make it up here. Are you ready, folks? No. Oh, the light gives me a nice airy look, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like scary stories in the dark. Here it is again. Everybody hears something different. I think I, I think I know what it says, but. Oh, I can't hear I anything. Lo, I'm sick. Then this bizarre ring. It sounds like almost like an old British phone. I and think you need to hold it closer so nothing, I can't hear anything. You can't hear anything? No. In, the back, in the background, you'll hear the bird. Here we go. Coming closer. Ah. That's so weird. It's not playing anything. Can't hear it? No. Are you joking with me? No, I'm serious. I don't hear anything. It's complete silence. That's so weird. Are you serious? I'm I I will I swear. You're telling me that. This is louder than my voice. That's why I was like, I can tell that you're listening to something, but it there is nothing playing. Only this would happen. I've waited for this <laughs> all week. All week. Oh and I'm my like, God, that is. I got goosebumps. 
Well, I wonder if any if was broadcast. <laughs> okay, we'll try it again. No. You're not joking with me. I swear. I swear all my life. <laughs> Do you wait? Where's the microphone to the? It's so weird because I can hear you talking, but I don't hear. Help, but hear it. And I'm, I believe you. Girl, last week. Yeah. I, I haven't even got into the mouse, <laughs> and that was. I'm still That's free. so weird because I had somebody play. Uh, Mark Nesbitt. He played one of his recordings, and I could hear that. Um, one of his, well, two of his EVPs. But I literally, it's radio silence. Try this again. So I heard a, a little something and then it stopped. You have no idea how loud this is. I'm wondering if you can record it on your cell phone, like on a well, voice memo and send well, it to me and I'll see if I can play it on my phone. Well, here's what I've got. Let me see. I'm going to do something right now. Because I've got that little mini documentary that I told you my friend made. Will, Will Edwards, giving brother Will a shout out. Will from Vegas, very, very, very talented man, has done a lot of stuff. Okay, let's see if I <laughs> it's called it's called Beyond the Strip. It's worth watching, folks, because it's me. Let's see, Beyond the Strip. Beyond the Strip. Kurt Maine. Okay. Put the light out, by the way. It is off. What am I seeing? Okay. <laughs> You don't know how weird that is. That is so weird, especially because, like, I could tell you were listening, and I'm like watching, and I'm like, "Uh, did it start yet?" <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is unbelievably loud. Okay, let's see. I got to get up to the part where it's on. Let's see. So during our brief intermission, oh, did you find you it? Oh, the timeless. So it's weird because I can't hear that either. Hear me. I wonder if it. Oh, I hear it now. Here now, sure. Now it does that. Can you hear it? Okay, let me get up to the part. Can't hear it. No. So you had it at a, you had it somewhere where it was like registering. So I wonder if the computer maybe has noise canceling. Okay. Well, I'm going to send this to you right now. Okay. I'll see if I can play it for my mic. How freaking bizarre. Okay. You just. You just got it. Hopefully that will. Uh... Okay. Will come up on your phone. Yeah, that we'll try cheap. and so for our listeners, bearing with us on this. Um we're gonna that, get you to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense. A sound canceling, so you can't hear that makes no sense. It's so I weird. Mean, yeah, because I'm like, I can't hear anything. And then when you're trying to play the phone, I was like, um let me see something. Let me let me just I'm just gonna just for Folks, this is just for information purposes only. Don't try this at all. Okay, let me see. I'm going to play Pandora. Just because it's something that makes noise. Sit. 
All right, ready? Here, I'm going to play. I'm going to play the, the one part. I can't hear it. Hello, I'm sick. Let's do it again. Can you hear it? I can't hear it. That's crazy. So I just played I, it through my mic. Um, I wonder if we will hear it. We might hear it after I upload this. Um, so you couldn't hear it when I played it. I got hello and that was it. Yeah, see, that's what happened. Okay, this, this is weird. So I guess we'll just, what I will do too uh, for our listeners is I will include the link to Beyond the Strip so you can see that. And then you can also go to the section uh, where the where the voicemail is. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty like loud. Oh, it's very loud. That is, okay, so- Bear with me. Um, take me two seconds of this. I'm going to play music on Pandora. See okay. if you can hear it. And test it out. Can no. you hear that? Nope. You that's, can't hear that. No, that's so weird. <laughs> so weird. We're going to be able to do a show on just what we're doing here. Yeah, is... we're going to be like practicing, which speaking of which, speaking of phones and stuff, did you ever try the Necrophonic app? Oh, I forgot. God damn, <laughs> I completely forgot. No, I didn't. I completely forgot. No, I did No, I God was going to see it. if you played with it yet. I you know, I am not. I saw him on, on uh, Tubi, a movie called Necrophobia or something. I thought, well, wait a minute, that rings a bell. Jeez, I, I'm I'm losing it. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, one of the so it's funny because I actually wanted to read um this story to you that I had found, and I kind of wanted to pick your brain about it and see what you thought. And when we're done with this, I got to tell you the rest of the answer machine story. Oh, oh, tell us now. Tell us now. Trust me, the best is yet to come. Okay, so tell us. Tell us now. Not that that ain't creepy. Because uh, what it says, folks, is it sounds like to me, hello, I'm sick. Other people have thought it says God is six. Other people have said, uh, a, 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 one person says, thinks it's the bird contacting me, telling me the bird is sick. Uh, so, take the answer machine out, tell my kids we're never using this again, blah, 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 blah. Next morning, next morning, wake up. My older daughter, dad, dad, you've got to come see this. We go over to the cage. Drum roll, please. We go over to the cage. The bird is laying dead on the bottom of the cage with its little black eyes out of its head. What? All you can see is the sockets and the little... Black eyes are on the bottom of the cage, which can't happen. It can't happen. I, I explained this to a friend of mine, uh, Ariana, who was in the horror show with me. And she said, and you do know that can't happen because she watched the documentary that Will made. She says, that can't happen. She said, birds, that, that can't happen. 
their their eyeballs are not going to fall out. Eyeballs fell out on the bottom of the cage. Whatever this bird saw, poor thing, was so dark and so sinister that it killed it and the eyes fell out. I should have taken a picture of it, I know, but, you know, my daughter, my old, younger daughter's crying her eyes out. My older daughter's like going, holy fuck. So I just you know, bag and get out to the dumpster. What are we going to do, you know? it's It was so fucking creepy. That's really scary, especially for that to follow the the answering machine. So then within the next few days, we had two pet rats. Uh, They actually made great pets. My daughter said, I want a pet rat. You you want a what? And I'm from (laughs) Oakland, where we have rats that you know, (laughs) these would not be your little pets. Um, But yeah, two pet rats. My daughter, both of my daughters had one. My older daughter didn't was got tired of hers and gave it to my younger one. Well, the day after this happens, uh, the one my older daughter gave her was laying dead in the cage with a little, like somebody took a needle and stuck it in her, a little blood mark on the side of her body. And that's when I officially got very scared for my kids. I was really, really scared. So what do you think was like going on? Demonic mm-hmm. darkness. Um, something reached out to us, whether it had been in the apartment before. We had so many other things happen in that apartment. I believe it probably was there before, I guess, or just follow little old me, because you know, I always track the, the best things. Um and I do believe that whatever it was was trying to reach out, said hello, I'm sick. And it probably was still sick, this poor spirit or whatever, or demi- or just, I don't know what. And then the bird, then uh, a follow-up story regarding a bird, which is, you know, my, my lovely presence. Um, this was years later. We'd moved to another apartment, way nicer. And my daughter's boyfriend, my younger one now was old enough to have a boyfriend. And they went somewhere and they said, can, can you watch a, the bird? It's a big cockatoo, you know, really big. Oh, sure. That's just what I want to do. I mean, really loud. This bird you know, could wake the <laughs> you know, dead. So the bird's in, in the kitchen area. I come home from work. My daughter, I think, goes at the boyfriend's house. I come home from work, and the bird goes berserk. The second I walk in, I mean, we're talking this poor bird smashing up against the side of the the, the cage. Um, just, oh my god, I felt so bad, and it's just going crazy. Yeah, I went in my I went in my bedroom and it quit. Really? Down. So it's almost like your energy was too whatever was going on. Your energy was too much for it. it was like, and this was years after the first bird. This was a number of years after. Well, we got up in the morning. And that bird was dead laying dead in the bottom of the cage. My younger daughter, I, I don't Did it have its eyes. It had its eyes. The first okay. thing my daughter looked at was the eyes. She said, let me see the eyes. Um, I said, we, we ain't never having a bird this house again. Um, I got a history of cats. Don't work so good for cats. They just vanish. We've had a lot of cats that just, they just gone. Dogs are pretty much okay. I warned my wife before we got these dogs, I said, you know, she doesn't believe it. She, she, that's nonsense. You can't have that kind of effect 
said, yeah, I'm making it all up. Uh, I have had that effect. And, uh, but Zoe, my baby, she's a little crazy, but generally speaking, she's fine. And the other Bella, the other one's fine. So it has, I don't think I get the dogs as much as they do cats and, and, and these poor birds. But that's the answer machine. That's the answer machine story. It is incredible. Um, yeah. My younger daughter was just, was a mess. I mean, she was just naturally. Oh. <laughs> There's always stuff going on. You probably couldn't hear that. No. Something back here. Was it like a knock or? No, it's like a, sometimes there's a knock. Sometimes it just sounds like a ruckus. Like it's uh, hard to describe. A lot of people have had this kind of stuff happen. And it's really freaking bizarre. Um, when I lived back in the Bay Area, um, my kids weren't home. My roommate was. But she didn't hear this. I walked up to my kid's room, and right in front of me, it sounded like everything in the room, every toy they had, and they had a, a lot, every toy, thrown in the air, collapsed on the ground, where's that loud ruckus right in front of me, and nothing. Wow. And other people, other people have reported hearing this. It's just this incredibly loud, like you'd swear, the house is being torn apart, and nothing. And other people, like I said, have had have had that happen. I didn't know it at the time. And I asked my roommate, I said, did you hear that? And, and she said, she said, no. Um, but uh, yeah, but we've had other stuff happen there. That That's another story. We haven't got to Oakland yet. Uh, some of the stuff there. Uh, and that, that was in, 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 in Piedmont, which was a hoity-toity, Beverly Hills in Northern California, back when I had money. Uh, <laughs> that was really nice. Uh, yeah, it was a Beverly, considered the Beverly Hills in Northern California. Lived there for five years. It was all right. It's a beautiful place, beautiful place. But people were all, all so stuffy and uppity. I, I couldn't stand really that part of it. But I didn't really make any friends because I wasn't stuffy and uppity. So that. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll have to go into the snowball or the Sonoma story. Uh, maybe, well, the witch story isn't going to be that long. How much more time do we have here? We, I would say probably like, what, like another half hour? So, right, so let's, let's go to that one right away because we can kind of segue into things. Yeah. Uh, this is a hell of a story. A hell of a story. Um, we went to Sonoma, California. Up north of the Bay Area, really nice. Oh my gosh, near is near the wine country. Okay. And we go we go there a lot. We go there for weekends. Because after, you know, after my wife died, we couldn't get out of the house big enough on weekends. So we'd gone, we'd we we went up there to, to Sonoma. I spent the weekend in some hotel, me and my girls. And the morning we went to a coffee shop. Well, there's this really cute, sweet, sweet, sweet little white cat. My dogs are my my dogs. <laughs> my daughters were petting. And uh, and the owner says, you want it? My girls are like, right away. Yeah, of course we do. I don't know. I've even got a cage. So he brings a cage out. So next thing you know, 
enter Sonoma, driving home with us, right? So horrible weather coming home. I remember storm, thunder, lightning, it's horrible. And the cat is a little angel sitting in there, you know, just my my younger one was, was petting her in the cage. Just the sweetest cat in the world. It still gets to me. This is such a, this is a hell of a story. Um, so we bring the kitty home. You know, you're supposed to keep the cat in the house a few times before, you know, you let it out in a new area. Yeah. So we let it in the house a number of times, uh, for a few days. And then it was one night. Once again, my roommate is in the front room. She's watching TV. Me and my my younger, I'm, I'm making dinner. My older one's not home. She missed this fun. Um, and uh, I say, let's let Sonoma out. You know, she's got to eventually go out. So, okay. So I open the door, let her out. We had a nice patio outside. It was so nice view of the bay. Oh, my God. So let Sonoma out. And uh, she's out there for not all that long. And you hear, like King Kong stepped on the roof of the house. It was that loud. And I yelled to my roommate. I said, are you okay? Because uh, I thought maybe, you know, you, you think you, you, your mind, at least for me when weirdness hits, your mind goes to logical first. I'm going, you know, I thought maybe she fell over. Yeah, kind of weird watching the show and falling over. But yeah, you know, I asked her, was that you? She says, no. She says, what in the hell was that? Go outside. Kitty cat's gone. Sonoma is nowhere to be seen. Um, so we're, but bear in mind, this is years, years before the answer machine story. And uh, the kids were pretty little. And uh, so out there, Sonoma, Sonoma. Like the cat's going to know her name after a few days, after her life, get another name. But anyway, we're out there, can't find her anywhere in the backyard. And I thought, well, the thought might have scared her, but it was a pretty big backyard, fenced in. There were trees. I'm looking up in the trees. I'm looking everywhere. And the second we went out, both me, my younger daughter, and my roommate, you just felt pure evil. It was just this horrible feeling you can't describe. I could still kind of feel it was a long time ago. It was just this horrible feeling. And I'm going, okay. I said, I'm going to walk around the neighborhood. I'm going to go to my neighbor's yard. So I walk around, you know, I've been knocking on the door. They probably, luckily, I didn't get shot. And I'm in their backyard looking for the cat. That cat is gone. So my roommate says, I'm sorry. She says, I got to get out of here for the night. I've got a friend. I'm going to go spend the night at her house. She says, I can't stand the feeling here. So I said, I can't blame you. So I called my best friend, Eddie who died not a few years after that. Um, I called my best buddy and I said, hey man, I said, you know, I told him what happened. And Eddie knew about a lot of my stuff. He, he just, he, he just shake his head. Heard, I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> and I called him and he, he said, well, you know, you guys, he he, loaned, he lived in a, an RV. So it had been cozy, but he said, why don't you guys come over here tonight? I said, well, um, oh, the beast, the beast. 
Don't worry. I'll no more answer machine. I'm letting her know my wife is safe to come in. Yes, she. You want to hear something freaky? Play the answer machine. She couldn't hear it. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so looking around, all over for this cat. Uh, my roommate leaves. Call Eddie. Tell Eddie. Um, he says, "Well, come on over." I said, "Well, if it really gets bad, I'm going to come over." But so my kids are really attached to this cat already. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang around to see if we get the cat. So we'd have this weird thing, me and my kids. We'd have like camping out in the front room. Uh, that was a fun dad, I tell you. We'd put sleeping bags in the front room and we'd sleep out there. But so Aww. yeah, it was kind of cute. So me and my kids, my back was a lot better then. Now I'd be I don't think so. But me and my my younger are out there. And Wake up, I don't know when, like in the middle of the night. And I look outside. And standing in the on the patio in the backyard, staring straight at me is a cat. I mean, won't budge, standing straight and looking right at me. And I'm like... You said a cat, so not the cat. No, the cat, Sonoma. Oh, so Sarah. it was her. It was her looking straight at me. And it was just like, gave me a little bit of a, hmm, that's a little weird. Okay, so open the screen door, in comes the cat. And the cat was not the same. This cat was different. It's the only word is different. Like, really. This is Stephen King to a T. This could be a movie. So, bring the cat in. And, you know, my daughter was happy that the cat was there and all, and the cat was just kind of standoffish. So the next day, you know, the cat was still not right. So that's the next night, the three of us all did a front room camp at night. And I wake up in the middle of the night. The cat is standing at the foot of our, of our sleeping bags with the back hunched over like you see in a horror movie. The tail straight up and looking straight ahead and hissing at nothing I could see. I could still see her. It was like, like I said, are you trying out for a movie cat? What is yeah. this? Really, really creepy. And as the days went on, uh, this is my version of the exorcism. Uh, as the days went on, that just got worse. So I come home. I went to the store for something. I come home. One daughter is locked in my bedroom. The other daughter is locked in their bedroom. Said, what are you doing? The cat went crazy and started attacking us. We had to hide in the bedrooms from the cat. But the cat was fine around me. I could pick the cat up and pet the cat. The cat was absolutely fine around me. So uh, now I'm realizing it ain't looking good for the future of this little kitty cat. Um, next day, neighbor, sweet neighbor, and I felt so bad because She'd been diagnosed with cancer, and she had two kids, and she was the nicest freaking lady. Um, she says, Kurt, you got to do something about this cat. She comes home, and her two sons are frozen on the porch while the cat is attacking them. 
Oh no! The kids are both hysterical. They're crying their eyes out. So uh, I didn't kill the cat. Didn't have the cat killed. I gave the cat another chance. Put it that way. That I hope worked out. I I, I put the cat somewhere else. I thought maybe a different surrounding will make a difference. I don't know if it was the right thing to do, but if if I took it to the pound, they would have just put it to sleep. Yeah. So I thought, let's give. And when I took the cat with me to wherever I went, it was fine. Around me, the cat was fine. One of the weirdest things I've ever freaking experienced. I mean, this cat literally had the devil in it. So one left out. Um, my daughter was asleep. This is before the cat came back. I opened the slide and guard's blur went out. I just hated going out because that feeling was just like, oh, can't express it, Morgan. It's horrible. And I look at my neighbor's backyard, it was down a little hill. And in the backyard, I see two bright red eyes staring at me. Like you hear this, the boss man described. Mm. I don't hear if this was Mothman because you spotted all over the place. It's exact description of what people say about Mothman. Two bright red eyes staring at me. And for a rare, rare time, this boy here, he hightailed it in the house. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I seen you, right? I, I went in the house and I was just like, oh, I went back out. Um, could it have been a reflection of, I don't know, another cat? It really wasn't anything to cause that kind of reflection. I'm trying to think logically. It really wasn't anything that would have caused that reflection. And this was bright. Um, so that's the story of poor little Sonoma at the beginning. And, uh, Hopefully things worked out good. I really, really, really hope. Uh, but uh, that was not the first cat we had weird things happen with, but nothing, nothing like that. Whatever came and went thump, took that cat and just that poor cat, turned that cat upside down. Why it was okay around me, I'll never know. I could pick yeah, the cat up. Yeah, that's weird. I could pet Sonoma like ever. And she was just fine as could be but chased all the kids around. And even the roommate had troubles with her. And it was like pretty much unanimous. Should the cat go? Yes. <laughs> I wonder, I would be curious to see how the cat was in the new environment. Like that would be interesting to hear about. Cause like that I would kind of be law. that telltale sign of like, you don't know. I drove, yeah. I drove, I drove a long way. In a real nice neighborhood, <laughs> but I drove quite a ways because uh, I didn't want any chance of that poor cat. I thought, what's the best chance I'm going to give this cat? And I figured that was probably the best chance. Probably. Uh, it probably was because the options were kind of like, you know. Eh. Uh, but that's the story of Sonoma. One really, really, really creepy night and ensuing days. And I'll never forget waking up in the middle of the night. And looking out, and that cat just staring at me. I was like, "That would get me. That would get me." It was, like I said, this was Stephen King movie. This was, this was it. So that's the story of Sonoma Cat. Okay, now let's shoot forward to good old Taos, home of a whole bunch of dark stuff. The epicenter Um, of the supernatural. (laughs) Epicenter of the super. This is up there on the list. I'll tell you that. Um. Anyway, a friend of mine told me about these uh, the witches that were buried in the cemetery out here. And, of course, I was like, 
Here we go. <laughs> Licking my chops. <laughs> so I took the high tail and I walked over to the park. And there's a tree above the three, there's three witches, three graves unmarked. Um, and there's a tree, which apparently is where they were hung off of and put into these graves. Well, the three graves have been repaved over a number of times so that they don't get out. So the story goes. Um, but I do believe that there are three witches, supposed witches, uh, buried in the, in, in the park right over here, Kit Carson Park. So I think it was the first time I went to visit them. And I said hello to them and everything. I, yeah, I, if I go there and I see stuff on their graves, I clean it off. Now it's gotten a little more respectful. You'll see flowers and stuff left for them. Um, but I've always been real respectful. This idiot I worked with at this place I was working at the time, you know what I did? I laid across them. I laid across. I said, are you absolutely insane? You laid across. Well, he had been working at this place a long time. And so it happened a week later. He got fired. One week after laying on the graves, this idiot why you don't listen to stupid games win stupid prizes. He thought it was going to impress me. That he thought, oh, I'll tell him. I, I, I said, I looked at him and said, are you an absolute moron? So anyway, so upon seeing them on this, this one particular visit, I left. And I can't swear what part I'm going to tell you now is a witch. I don't know. Walked to a coffee shop. It's, yeah, pretty close to it. And I'm walking, and there's these two women, both dressed entirely in black. One younger, one older. And the older one's talking like she never, didn't even know what a coffee shop was. And it was like, well, I don't, I can't remember all, I should have written it all down. I can't remember the total conversation. But basically, it was like, she didn't know what to do. It was like she was just befuddled at where they were going in. Oh, I don't know if I want to go in there, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just standing behind it because I'm, you know, being polite. And I'm so they go in, they put in their order, get their coffee, and they leave. Well, me, <laughs> being me, before I put in my order, I went outside to go see where they went. Gone. And there was hardly any options as to where they could have gone. I looked down this uh area that led to the plaza out here up the street down the street across the street and they had just left they were nowhere to be seen um mm. so it was it two of the witches i was very polite to them so it may have been uh mm. I'll, ne I'll never know but i, I came back in i heard her company i said who strike you as a little you know different <laughs> and the woman behind the counter says they were really weird I said, yeah, you, you can say that again. I said, I went out to look for them, and they're, they're gone. Uh, she was just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. most people think I'm batshit crazy when I say these things. Um, <laughs> but you know, as you can tell already, I don't really care. Uh, so that's the witch's story at the park. They're still there. They've been there forever. Most recent times I've gone to see them, there have been flowers and stuff, so... I think it's a little more respect than it had been because it used to be their beer cans all over the place. Aww. 
That's boy. always stinky. Idiots. They're yeah. absolutely they got it laid on them. I couldn't believe it when he told me. I just looked at him and I said, you did what? Not smart. That is definitely well, not a smart move at all. <laughs> to be a ghost hunter and it, you know, we do this, we do that. Oh, and no. I, I mean, but it's I always doing. the bold ones. Like that and like people are so bold and they're like oh i don't believe i don't believe and then they're the ones that have something really really scary happen to them we're plugging mr machine here there you go um miss machine excuse me you, you <laughs> realize it was female so, so you're talking about now i she's kind of curvy uh <laughs> yeah those are the ones they 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 they, they think it's so funny and they're, they're so cute about it all it's like you did you know. did you ever hear um about the and it's funny because me and my friend Rachel did the Velisca axe murder episode, um and there was a guy that woke up with a knife in his chest, has no recollection of how it was the I think it was the one and only time somebody was almost killed at the Velisca axe murder house and according to the woman who wrote the the article oh excuse me um who wrote the article she was saying that prior to this gentleman coming he came with his older parents and he came in and was like kind of hell-bent and very cocky about what he came there to do and and be very you know well i'm going to show these spirits and literally woke up in the emergency department says he has no idea he was terrified and then a um investigation team invited him back to the house to tell his side of the story because it like impacted his life oh man can you tell i need a nap like it's my second yawn in like 30 seconds um but yeah so he he basically wanted to tell his side of this like story because it had ruined his life people were like he's crazy and all this stuff and they were like, you know, why did you bring a knife? And he's like, well, he's like, I brought it to keep myself safe. And I didn't want to carry my guns like across state lines and all this stuff. I'm like, can you imagine if he brought a gun? I'm like, good Lord, was what my mind went to. I was like, I don't even want to imagine. But yeah, he ended up with a knife like plunged into his chest and like was just in a bad spot and then when they brought him back he they said that he was terrified like walked in the house and the yeah the first thing he did was start apologizing to the house they said he was visibly shaken like it was a whole thing and it's like people it's all fun and games it's all what's that saying it's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i heard that verse but i like it but yeah it's true it's true so, it is oh yeah people that don't show respect to this stuff you're you're, you're challenging you the wrong energy challenging like the wrong energy because things can happen that are like that yeah and we have yeah. physical limitations they don't So I always say that to people. I'm like, keep in mind. I'm like, I mean, granted, you can protect yourself and there's a lot that you can do to obviously shield yourself from these things. But if you're just some, excuse my language, you're being a numb nuts and you're going to do some stupid stuff. Don't be surprised when some crazy stuff happens. I can bite you in the butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. 
I have never in all my life, never once, I don't think if I ever disrespected. Well, my mom was, there's, there's mom saying hi. Uh, <laughs> now, did you hear my dog? No, I couldn't hear. You didn't just hear my dog? No, I literally can only hear no. you. It's so no. weird. I only hear you. My dog could raise the dead. How, <laughs> how funny. This is just weirder and weirder. I mean, really, my dog is so freaking loud. And you, I got to have some water. The only thing I can imagine is that there's some sort of like noise cancellation because it literally anything that's like a background noise, I can't hear any of it. See, I can understand maybe the electronic stuff being, but my dog barking? Maybe. Yeah, dog software on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very strange. Uh, I've never heard of anything like that in my life. Never. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll have to my... see. We'll have to see if it shows up in the episode. Because I'm wondering too. I'm like maybe because I'm hooked up to like a mic, like if with my headphones going through my mic, maybe that is. I guess I'm searching for logical too. I'm kind of like, oh gosh. I'm like, please don't let this be. <laughs> you know, you just when you move your arm to this side, you saw that I disappeared. <laughs> she, she vanished. Oh my God. I vanished. I'm talking to a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's even cooler. Uh, we'll see what happens on the playback because, yeah, when you said you couldn't, because I knew I looked at your face, I'm going, there's no ah, there's no ooh, there's, wait a minute. No, yeah, I couldn't hear anything. So I was like, because I was waiting and I'm like, I don't know, like, if it's not playing yet or if it's glitching. So I was waiting. But then when I saw your face, I was like, oh, something's not adding up. I'm like, we're not hearing the same thing. <laughs> it could be because Zoom is used for a lot of business meetings. Yeah. A, B. Hear that? They didn't hear you. Boy, oh, boy. We got to get this around here, huh? There she is again. She got to make her Aww. weekly appearance. Little diva. Oh yeah, she's she's daddy's girl. She's yeah, so she oh, she, is a, she is a diva, a loud diva. You hear that? She couldn't hear you. No. What's wrong with that? Oh, I'm bringing to you? check it out. Oh, We're gonna have to look into this. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is trippy. I wonder if now I'm gonna have to look this up. No, I can't have a fight right now. She loves having fights. She's like, fight, fight me. Yeah, I've got to fight with her while I'm talking. Uh. I literally am I'm fighting here with this hammer on. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> She's she is very possessive. She is Aww. probably jealous of you. She probably who is she? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's she okay, little papa. Laura calls her. I think I told you Laura calls her the witch, the witch dog. Does she really? Oh my god! Every time Laura reached out for her, I told her, "Do not do that." No dogs are. <laughs> Oh no! Yes. So is a charmer. Once she, she loves you, you're in solid. But until then, she's, she's very. She's like, I need guy. to know you're a part of the circle. Yeah, nobody. I told Laura, "Don't do that." Oh no! Mm -hmm. So now she's now three fingered Laura. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sent me a message. <laughs> How's the witch dog? <laughs> <laughs> hey, daddy, the witch dog. No, daddy's girl. No. Uh, 
But anyway, so that's the three stories we hit today. You want to keep going? I think, yeah, I think we got time for one more because I mean, it's it's about eight forty six. So I think we could. If you got if you got one more creepy one, make it extra oh, I creepy. Probably, I can probably dig deep and, and get one. Uh, well, the last episode, we did, did we do Vanishing Man on the last one? We did. Well, if that doesn't come back, we'll have to do that again because that's that's pretty high on, on on the list. But um, well, let me go back and write. Like I said, you know, I bounce around everything. You know, eventually I'm going to write a book, which everybody says I need to do. You do need um, to do it. I know. I started and stopped and started and stopped. I'll start with these times to keep going. Um, and then it's all chronolo- chronological order. But um, in the last episode, I know we did it in the first one. We were just kind of, um, you didn't post that anywhere, our first one, right? No. Well, in our last episode. Oh, wait, wait, I, our, our very first one? You did post that. I did post that one. Okay, then we went over the, the San Francisco demonic star. We did that. Yes. Um, Okay, let me do a little bit on regression. Okay. This is, um, which I highly recommend, but you have to be really careful who does the hypnosis because the wrong person can lead you down the wrong path, sometimes not even consciously, but they can do that. They can, you know, because you're, I love it. I'm so relaxed. And I swore the first time, I like to be in control. The first time I went under, the, this ain't going to work. I'm not going <laughs> to, I was like, <laughs> and it is so relaxing. Oh my God, I love it. Some of the memories are kind of not so great, but um, I did this to try to, you know, to. Well, I thought when I first did it, my my first wife, um, sent me to the first one as as a Christmas as a birthday present. Okay. She said uh-huh. we're going to put this to bed right away because she didn't believe in the police to the beginning. She didn't believe it all. She thought, well, you know, because it does sound kind of nuts. This guy you married, you've been with for a long time already, suddenly starts saying, oh, by the way, the aliens, you know, you're, you're kind of like, she thought I was going over the deep end. And actually, I kind of wondered if I was too, because, you know, <laughs> suddenly you start having these memories. And I would, I start getting these things coming back. This was a number of years afterwards. But anyway, uh, I started doing hypnosis. The first one was uh, a gift from her. I went to this lady I think twice. She was horrible. And when it was done, she'd do the Twilight Zone tune, which I thought, you bitch. That is so unprofessional. <laughs> well, I'm sitting there going, holy shit. What just came up? <laughs> so I saw her twice. I actually ran into her once. I forget where. I can't remember what I told her. It wasn't real complimentary. Um <laughs> horrible thing to do um so the first memories i I would usually get were being in the oakland hills which are beautiful the oakland hills everything's of oakland is you know this ghetto area which yeah it can be but the hills are just beautiful i mean stunningly beautiful i used to be a cross-country runner and that's where i would train was up there um believe it or not uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a number of pounds ago before the knees went south. Uh, but that's one of the first memories I'd have. I'd be in the Oakland Hills and I'd be walking and there'd be grays on each side of me. And we'd be, le- we'd be we would be led to the ship, this would be in this big field. And I knew exactly where the field was because I'd run up there. And I still wasn't really convinced. You know, I'd be my mind 
playing tricks on me because yeah, yeah, it, it, it didn't seem real. And then after, and then another one I went to, I went to like four different, three or four different people, um, all but one, all but two were women because I seem to go better that way. And <laughs> I, uh, it did. They, I don't know why, more relaxing or something. Plus, I've been raised by women. Now I got, I'm married. I got two female dogs. I mean, fi go figure. We get a fish. The fish will be female. So we were, uh, I went under, and this was the one where I went up, I woke up in, uh, I was suddenly I was in Guerneville, which is a little town in Northern California on the Russian River. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. And I, uh, you don't hear that. I did hear something. <laughs> that was Zoe bargain, but you hardly could hear it. Weird. Anyway, so uh, uh, I suddenly was in this house we went to on, on our vacations. And I remember the house, and I still try to, to this day, I try to piece everything together. I remember going to the house, the really nice house right on the river. My mom knew somebody who owned the house or something, and they were gone. And they said, well, you guys go ahead, go up there for the weekend or whatever. We were there for a week. And, uh, okay, so we go out there. And I remember being in this room and looking in this mirror, and just something didn't seem right. I was really scared in this room. I remember that being really scared in this in this room, looking at this at this mirror, and I couldn't figure out why. Well, through hypnosis, I uh, through hypnosis I was two years old, and I woke up. and it, It's so weird. Have you ever done hypnosis? No. It's a trip. I mean, you really feel like you're there. I felt like I talked like that, like that. I mean, I really did. I said. I'm two years. She said, "How old are you?" I said, two years old. And she said, "Well," and I said, "It's coming at me!" Oh, and I screamed. I was on the beach, and this yellow thing that looked like a big snake, <clears throat> like we're talking python here, coming out of the water for me, and I snapped out of hypnosis. Scared the hell out of me. So my first regression there consciously remember was the one years later when I was like either high school or just in college. Um, but I apparently had been contacted way, way before that, which is not a surprise. Um, and subsequent trips, we'd go there every summer. As our summer little retreat was going to Guerneville because such, oh my God, I love little Guerneville. Now, of course, I tell my wife, if I was little and came to Taos and you just stayed every few days, You'd probably think, what a quaint little town. We must move there. Yes, we must. And then, you know, you live here for a while. I was like, huh, hell that. Uh, <laughs> I wondered if they'd be the same there back then. Because that town went through several changes. It became predominantly gay. It became a Hell's Angel town, a motorcycle gang place. It's like a really weird combination there. Uh, and I went there years, years later with my wife. And I remember it tripped on the curb and broke my foot. And that was the last time I ever went to, to Rush River. But anyway, we'd go there every year. And after that particular incident, every night I was just scared shitless in this place. And I had no idea why. I mean, because it's beautiful. I'd go outside at night and I'd just be scared to death, even though the memory was them coming to get me in the daytime, 
I was scared to death of mice uh, hmm. in Grunewald. So then, years later, I went to a meeting, which um, a friend of mine, Robert Mitchell, who's a friend of mine on Facebook, wonderful guy, really, really nice guy. I think I got him a little freaked out with me now, but still. Eh. Um, he would. He was connected with MUFON. Have you ever heard of MUFON? Mm-mm. Mutual <laughs> UFO Network. My few dealings with MUFON, eh, not so good. That's another story. But uh, they're huge. They're all over the place. MUFON is huge. Um, I was at this meeting, and it was either Robert or somebody else was talking about um, hotspots in California for paranormal activity. Okay. Places, places by military bases are almost always on hotspot. And he says, Kernerville. And I just, oh my God, I looked at the woman I went to this with. I said, I got to tell you something later. The hair was standing up my arm. And we left. I said, I got to tell you. And I told her the whole story of that I thought it was, I really never believed it. I thought, oh, come on. That's crazy. It's just a memory that came up that that, that couldn't have been right. Um, because the memories, like I said, the memories that come up usually are okay. Only one really terrifying even that one was scary but years after that i did a uh, radio interview at knbr in san francisco pretty big pretty big radio show actually and i can't remember how i got hooked up to do this i did it with a hear that sound no no but there must be something anyway motorcycle <laughs> went by the woke the dead so uh I did this radio show over in, in, in San Francisco with a well-known, very famous uh, ghost researcher whose name I'm not going to use. Very famous. He's really big. And when I came on, he was just, what a snob. What a snob. Like, oh, yeah, as an abductor, blah, blah, blah. By the end of the show, he almost hugged me because uh, we did call-ins. And I took a lot of call-ins. And I got teared up on a few of them. And he saw how sincere I was. and. Uh, I switched him around 100%. Like I said, he, he practically hugged me at the end. So that was kind of cool. But before I did that, the guy that hooked me up with it said, you know, before I have somebody go on, I guess it was his version of a lie detector test. I uh, I want to regress you. And I was kind of like, I didn't really know the guy. And I'm really picky about who. I said, all right. So this is a regression. This was like a few days before the actual radio show. And through that one, I got the scariest memory I've ever had where I woke up and I was on a ship and I was on this, like inside this big plastic, almost like a coffin, but it wasn't. Um, almost like the pods in 2001 that they're sleeping in while they're on their trip. A lot like that. And uh, I was in it, and this alien, really scary-looking son of a bitch, comes over to me with a long, sharp fingernail and comes within an inch of my eye. He pokes me right here, and I'm scared to death. He says, I'm doing this so you know what real fear is. And behind him on the wall were all these, they looked like cassettes, but they weren't cassettes. They were all records of all the people they had taken. Um, 
I can't tell you how many. Huge wall, all people they had taken. I'm sure I'm one of them. And I woke up, I, I got out of it screaming. I was screaming my head off. And the poor guy's just looking at me like, <laughs> he's, holy shit. I said, yeah, holy shit's right. So the ones that say that it's all, it's all, you know, love and light, even if the bottom message was, you know, maybe to toughen me up a little more. I don't know. It was scary. That oh, sounds that scary. That sounds terrifying. It was terrifying. It was, it was terrifying. Well, I got a lot more abductions. Not that many. I've got some more abduction stories, but uh, that was one of the more terrifying. I don't know what time of my life that happened. Just came up through hypnosis. And everything I get here through hypnosis, I'm not going to sit here and swear on my tongue, slide this it's real. The answer machine, yeah. Stuff I do here through hypnosis, nah. I'll never swear that's real because your mind can play tricks on you. So yeah. maybe, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I've been told that horrible, terrifying things that come up through hypnosis are real. Yeah. Really scares you to your core. It's real. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I'm not frowned about everything. The things that I know are real. I say I know they're real. The things that I, yeah, might, I, don't, I don't know. Hmm. But that one uh, scared the bajiggers out of me. I was scared. Shut that one up. sent you for a loop, huh? Well, Sam, I drove home like, <laughs> and I forget where he lived. He's, the radio station was in San Francisco. Cool radio station, I remember. Oh, my God. It was pretty neat. The KMBR is a big station. And that was a pretty cool experience. I was hoping we'd do another one, but we never did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked that I turned the snobby ghost adventure guy, not ghost adventure, ghost hunting guy, uh, He's a lot older now. He's he, but he's very done a lot of books. He's very well known. Okay, uh, I was so impressed when I met him. I was like, "Hey, man, nice to meet you." And he was cold as a fish. They always say, "Don't meet your idols." <laughs> yeah. Oh, he 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 was cold as a fish. Well, by the end though, he was just cool beans. Totally, yeah. totally changing. Because, like I said, so many people do this that they aren't really abductees. They have not really been abducted. They may have not even had paranormal experience, but they can tell the story good and uh, people believe them. And I yeah. hate it. I hate it. I remember I watched a talk show years ago. I forget what show it was. Where these, this woman was on with the glitter and the glitter. I'm a Venusian princess. I still remember. She was from Venus. A Venusian princess. My ass, you're a Venusian princess. <laughs> and then, even then, I, you know, I was, it bawled me. I was just, I was so mad at this woman for doing this because she just makes you look nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know if the government's behind a lot of it. Not impossible to belittle a lot of people. To, like the one, if you look at my page, you'll see the radio show about the Bigfoot. And you got, even though they're not real, <laughs> and how the hell do you know? It's like, why are and, they putting a warning out then? Like, why is this like a legit thing then? Why is this legit? <laughs> you know, firefighters, look up firefighter UFO warnings. Okay. There is actually in the fire, it used to be in the firefighter manual, there was a section on if you encounter a, either an alien or a UFO, what to do. Hmm. That was actually in. The uh, I think it was firefighters, I'm pretty sure it was in their actual manual explaining what to do 
And it's like, I thought it was a joke when I first saw it, but no, it was real. I was actually in the manual. Huh. So that was, huh. that's kind of trippy. Every, every, I, I believe we get these little clues, which now are becoming more and more prevalent. You get these little clues that they give you, I don't know, you know, to let people throw you, know. Like they throw you a bone here and there. Throw you a bone, that's the word. Throw you a bone here and there that it's, you know, that it's, it's not all, it's not all crazy. Yeah. But once again, that's just my guess. I don't know. But uh, as 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 with anything supernatural, I feel like that you can say that about pretty much anything. So like Bigfoot, I mean, there's just enough bones thrown that you're like, it makes you teeter on that edge. The same with ghosts, you know, because you hear how many EVPs you've seen videos, people have caught things that like really don't make a lot of sense. And Again, you're still teetering on that edge like, well, I need something more definitive, but it's like they give you just enough right. to create believers and skepticism. Yep. Yeah. Everybody wants, you know, the proof. Yeah. Um, you know, and for me, the answer is she, when she, you couldn't hear, I can't, so freaking weird. Um, that is really weird. I will have to have a phone call and I'll play it. Well, you, you can hear it on the when you watch that thing. Yeah, that. yeah, and I'll post I'll post the link to the video. Um, but I put it over my mic too, so I'll be interested. Like when I play this back, if I can hear everything then, because it could just be my headphones. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a great episode. Well, no, you I'm played sure. it. I couldn't hear it. Oh, you couldn't hear it. That's right. Well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if anything got picked up. That is bizarre. It is that bizarre. Is, she's really feeling bad. She's going to drink tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the curvy answering machine is going curvy to have a margarita. Sasha. I'll call her Sasha. Sasha's Sasha. going to have a margarita tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was her big chance. She, she got all made up and everything. <laughs> well, but, I, hadn't played, I hadn't played it for years and years and years. It was in the drawer over here. And I just prayed that it works because yeah. I hardly ever play it. I never touch it because I, I don't want to erase it by mistake. Yeah. I do. No bueno. No, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully it got picked up in this because I think, I mean, I think it's definitely like it's very clear, which is not something you see often and it's definitely spooky, especially the story following it. So, I I mean, well, the story is what my uncle actually. I played it for my uncle. Uh, he was back in the Bay Area at the time, and I played it for him. And he's the one who thought it was the bird telling us he's sick and he died the next day. Didn't explain for the eyes falling out, however. Yeah, that's a little weird. Oh, glitch. Yeah, that was so weird. And the second bird, like the first thing my daughter was looked at the eyes. <laughs> like, please don't tell me the eyes are missing again. Oh, the eyes were there, but I, I'll never, I'll never be walking in the door and that bird just going berserk. Whatever energy I put off, sometimes I don't think it's always there. I just think sometimes. Zoe has had three instances, and this is my best friend, Zoe and I are. She sleeps right next to me. She's had three different instances where she's terrified of me, oh. terrified of me. Two so I wonder if something just comes out every so often. I don't know. Two of them were when my wife was in Hawaii, and she would she would not come near me. She just sat over here, 
Another one was when my wife was here. She will not come near me. And then, you know, half an hour later, so back to, ah, dad, I was just kidding. Uh, she's back to loving me. But she, when she acts scared, she acts really, really scared. And I'm, you know, I pamper her like nobody does. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of weird. First time she didn't really hurt my feelings. I was like, what's the wrong? Uh, I was having breakfast. And she was right there with me. And naturally, I spoiled her, so I gave her something. And then I reached down for her again for the first time and took off. Huh. Yeah, it was really, really strange. Like I said, we're glue. Good God, you won't see me without her. Yeah, I mean, like, every time we've talked or done a podcast, I mean, she's always right there. So, that, yeah, that's odd. Yeah, that's yeah, really that's, odd. That's very odd. So, I don't know if that's the kind of energy I put out with that the bird. I don't know. But that, We're going to have to do some, like, abductee research and see what other, see if there's any other reports of people having similar, because I feel like that'll also kind of give us a route of, like, what could be like is this a extraterrestrial phenomenon is this a spiritual d word phenomenon i hate saying that word or you know (laughs) dummy (laughs) dirty (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah yeah Uh, yeah straight and i throw that word around like you know candy hey i have one uh, yeah, that would be interesting to find out whether we'll it's have to. Out. We'll save it. We'll save it for next Sunday for our next um the Sunday scaries with Kurt episode, yes. and then we'll see. We'll see if we can find any like coincidences, and then maybe if we find stories involving other like people who have had similar instances, we'll have to read them and see how they compare. Well, we have to because at some point. Even I'm going to run out of stories, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have tons of, there's so much out there, though, that we can like pick from and kind of like so much stuff compare. But it would be fun to kind of do like haunted New Mexico every Sunday and kind of find new happenings, especially at the Bigfoot thing. So the Bigfoot, one more Bigfoot thing before we leave. Me and my daughters would go to this camp in near Yosemite. Oh, my God. It was called a family camp. I don't know who had more fun, my daughters or me. Oh my! It was, <laughs> oh my God. It's always it's, for the parents. Oh, oh always for you during the day. Anytime you want to go down with a soda pop or a coffee. Oh my God! It was so nice, and uh, we found this cast, uh, uh, like a clay kind of cast of a Bigfoot foot, supposedly. My younger daughter was so terrified. She started crying. Oh. And I don't know where that came from. And my older daughter's kind of looking at her like, what are you doing? And she, you know, they were really little then. Um, but yeah, she really reacted to that cast. It was pretty realistic. I can't tell you. It was big. And supposedly they made it off of something, an imprint in the ground. Whether that's mm-hmm. true or not. Nobody could really verify it or or say no, that was just made up. Um, because camp has been there forever. Tuolumne, Tuolumne Campgrounds. Okay. Uh, the, city of, the city of Berkeley put it on. Oh my God, it was so nice. It was so nice. And I remember me, you know, being the idiot I am, 
there was this woman we ran into with her kids. And, you know, me being the, you know, the all-time flirt. Wasn't with anybody. <laughs> wasn't with anybody at the time. And I'm trying to, you know, put my smooth moves on her romance and energy. The water in this lake was really cold. And as a swimmer, I'm a good rock. And and she's talking about go for a swim in that in the morning. Who would do that? Oh, I, Lord. I would. So I did right and early in the morning. I put on my swim clubs. Snow would go into this rip, this lake. Snow. So I jump into this lake. I'll never forget it. And I swim across. And about halfway through, I'm going, I'm going to die. This is where I'm going to die. So I got, I did make it across. And I said, <laughs> and I got my life. And she's laughing her ass off, of course. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. This is totally fine. It was like, I thought, oh, boy, am I cool. I felt the stupidest white man on the planet. Now, <laughs> now, Kurt, what did that teach us? What did that teach us? Me being me, probably not much. Don't <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And I was like, oh my God, I never felt dumber. And I climbed out of the river like, oh, oh. Because yes, it snow goes into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold. And oh my God, but it was right by Yosemite. And uh, God, that was fun. But anyway, that was my Bigfoot foot story. No, but I love it. I love it. And we'll have we'll have plenty. We're going to have plenty more to talk about in other podcast episodes. We will have lots to talk. We we come up with other things. And I got it. Well, you got to share some of your stuff. I was going to say not to mention the stuff that happens after the podcast. So I'm, I'm eager to see what Monday through Friday is going to. Well, Monday through Saturday is going to bring for me after I hang up this call. Well, I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope your husband doesn't get too freaked out again. Uh, I loved it. What are you guys talking about? I told my wife she'd laugh. Um, yeah, I'm hoping we don't repeat uh, the one thing I had happen, the mouse. That was, oh, my God. I'm still that. I'll have that burned in my brain. I'll never unsee it. Yes. Was, I don't know why I didn't take a picture, but it, to show you would have been, it was really so freaking strange if i say something strange it's strange yeah how this mouse got to where it was i told my wife this is like you've heard the story of the asian woman in los angeles yeah i told her, i said this is like well it's not quite like that well no of course naturally similarities yeah i was an asian woman in the same uh yeah now they changed that hotel god i would have loved to go to that hotel that would have been Spooky. Spooky. Yeah, a friend of mine in Vegas actually wanted to go right after that story broke. We got to go there. I said, I did say at the time, are you nuts? I said, this drove this woman to be found in, in a water tank. That was her drinking water, I believe. Really weird story. That very weird. Very, very weird. It's never been explained. It never will be. No. There's just some things that are just straight up cold cases. Yeah, they'll, they'll stay that way. Yeah. So just, have you seen a video of her in the in the, the elevator? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched. I've done all my research on that case. I've I like finding cold cases. 
because I just think that they're interesting. It's actually funny because um, today I was looking up and I wanted to do one of my ghoul friend hour minis on this um, specific topic. It was, uh, I forget the name. Hold on. Um, the Battersea Poltergeist. And this happened in the UK. And apparently like it's just like a supernatural cold case um and nobody really knows what happens i mean the woman uh shirley hitchens i think her name was she was has talked about this notoriously um there has been a whole podcast created about this and it's just one of those things where a lot of crazy stuff happened and there just was no solution answer no nothing to it there's a lot of cases like that. that you get. Yeah. So hey, there's a lot of cases like where you just you just have to throw your hands up and there, there's no answer. Yeah. Um, we have we, we will get into it. Might have done it in the first one. I don't know if I did. The cat lady in Vegas. Um, the last place I lived. We got to get into that. Okay. That is, the place on Duneville was. Uh, Creepy, creepy, creepy. First night I moved in, I was rooming, actually. It's the last place I lived. Uh, my friend said, you want to save money? Go room. I said, I've never roomed in my life. I'm not going to do that. I ended up loving it. I loved it. Uh, and the first night there, I wake up, and it was just me and this woman upstairs at the time. It was like something sandpaper on the floor outside the door. Literally. What do you want? I'm on airtime, Dad. No. She's so cute. She is pretty cute. Hear that? Tell me. Tell me. Thank you. (laughs) It sounded like sandpaper on the floor outside the door. And I'm going, what the hell? It's like one in the morning. I opened the door, stopped. Two days later, is in my in the room on, on my computer, and right next to me, sandpaper. Somebody sanding the hardwood floor right next to me and that was my introduction to the place then i had about a week or two of just horrible nightmares every single night and uh then i got to really know the neighborhood oh lord have mercy that's we'll save the rest of the story i was gonna say i was gonna say speak no more we have to save this for the next podcast that was the lost leader was standing but there was so much stuff there but if I ever get back to Vegas, I've got to go to that neighborhood like at night. Yes. And see if I can see a few of the little critters. Well, that was the neighborhood I was at when I had the skinwalker. Oh. I may tell all again if that episode is floating in space. It's definitely, it's been hijacked some way, somewhere, somehow. So I'm going to, we'll try and fight for it back. And then I don't know well, what so consequences will follow it. that. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Well, if it doesn't, then I'll gab about that stuff again. Okay. Because the bus stories are worth worth, worth telling. Uh, the Skinwalker guy is... Ooh. I was talking to my friend Kat today, who uh, is the one who identified it. Okay. I talking to on Facebook. We were messaging about that uh, she was the one. Um, she's a Choctaw. And okay. uh, knows a little bit about the stuff. And she is a really good friend. And she's what I told her, I said, I want you to look at this picture. She looked at the picture. You see, she's what I said, yeah, that's a skinwalker. 
Ooh. I believe that 100%. Is she got some thing. confirmation on that one. Yeah. That was the one with the fluffy thing coming out of the back of his head. Pretty weird. So, we're gonna, but that's we're gonna... we'll see if we can get it to come back. If the episode doesn't come back, then uh, old Skinny Walker. Will... <laughs> we'll keep trying until it's postable. <laughs> yeah, I'll be here with a long white beard. <laughs> you know, you'll be seventy. I'll be one hundred and fifty. <laughs> still trying to get, still trying to get the episode out. <laughs> get it out there, Vincent. That is pretty weird, though. All the episodes you did, never had an issue. I got real straight energy around me. Trust me on that one. Well, so. I, it's definitely proven. It's proven because every time we do a podcast episode, that week following, there's always something. So, like I said, I'm eager to see what happens this week. Well, do you keep glitching on your end? Um, my screen is looking all right. It looks a little glitchy here and there sometimes on your end, but nothing too crazy. Yeah, I keep getting a, a, a little glitch, but it's what I'm looking at on you. Oh. Weird. Who knows? It's just all the well, electrical, electrical yeah. uh, stuff Energy. that happens every time we talk. I think it is like, still can't get over you not hearing the answer machine. You really blew me away. You blew me. What? <laughs> yeah, I can't hear it. I couldn't hear a thing. But if it plays on the podcast, I'll be blown away. I'll be like, all right, all right. Because I played it here and somebody was across the street and there was no travel or anything, they could probably hear it. It's really it's loud. loud. It is really, really when I have the volume all the way up on this, it's loud. Hmm. That's we'll have trip. to debunk this. We're gonna have to try when I when I upload this video, we'll have to see. Why? Yeah. Well, I gotta look into Zoom. Do they block? I I think they probably do. So that's because it seems like it's always background noise. So I'm wondering if that's but it's weird because I was holding the answer machine right here. Right here. And they could discern to block that sound versus, versus like your voice. Versus yeah, I mean voice. that's yeah. I but don't if know. you're having a meeting and you want to have that heard, she couldn't hear a thing. Hmm. Yeah, weird. You want to hear it? <laughs> You're bad. Get to be mean. Middle of the night, I go in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see me anymore. You know, she shot me. So, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. That'll haunt the show. We're here with courage. Are you here, Kurt? Yeah, we're going to have to use, we're going to have to use a spirit box to contact you. Yeah. But, um yeah yeah so we're gonna we'll be back on next sunday and we'll have hopefully two episodes from the previous weeks to upload um and we'll get spooky and kind of talk about some haunted new mexico stuff and some more stories from kurt um but thanks again for as always for joining us for our sunday scaries with kurt session We'll have to go into the Santa Fe jail. Yes. And a big riot. A lot of people died. Ooh. And that place is haunted. So I, I haven't gone in there. But we'll have to delve into that. I'll have so to go stay there. tuned. We're going to do the Santa Fe jail. And we have a couple of other things that I was able to kind of pull from Reddit that we can 
kind of discuss and see how you feel about some of these happenings that are happening in your neighborhood and around you. I feel like Mr. Rogers. Well, <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> it's a little different, kiddies. Uh, yeah, well, during the week, we'll have to uh, we'll, we'll discuss. Yes. Okay, same time, same channel next week. Same Pretty much. Channel. Yep. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Sounds like a winner. All right. Thanks for joining us, Kurt. Thank you. All right. Have a have an extra spooky night. Hopefully not too spooky, but we'll we'll reconvene and we'll see what happens this week. The better. Then I got stories for next week. <laughs> yes. But thank you again, as always. And until next time, let's get. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>